Officially fall. Not really. Not really, but in my heart, it's fall. I mean, PSL is out, so... Pumpkin spice lattes? Yeah. Oh. You know... (laughs) I would get a big fuss about pumpkin spice lattes. Either way, they're pretty good. Um, And if you like them, then you like them. Look, the thing about pumpkin spice lattes is... They used to be amazing. When they used pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Now they don't. And they're mostly just too sweet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. M-I-O. M-I-H-O. In, in your honest opinion. I'm H-O. I'm H-O. I'm H-O. Mm. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, no, I want to stick around on the, the pumpkin spice for a minute. Oh, okay. You know, we're here at the Bargain Den, we like to tackle the hot topics... <laughs> Um, primarily related to whether or not we should still be shopping at Hot Topic. Which the answer is... Maybe. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we should, sometimes we should. About 90% of the time it's a no. 90% of the time it's a no. But I did get a pretty sweet sun visor there. It's true. For a decent price. It was on sale. You know where it was? Hot Topic. And I was going to say in the bargain den. Oh. In the bargain bin. The Hot Topic bargain bin. They were on sale, I believe. Maybe we should introduce a segment of, like, miscellaneous bargain bins slash clearance aisles and (laughs) what we salvage from there. When we salvage things from there. Not too often, but we do occasionally. Get a good, uh, got a good deal on that that, that, uh, Bob's Burgers sun visor. Yeah. That's now... Well, okay. Shredding to a billion pieces. It lasted really well until I accidentally spilt some sweet tea on it. I didn't know that. Well, that's why it's fraying, because it got sticky, so every time I pulled it apart, it started shedding. And now oh. that it's started shedding, it's not going to stop. I have to throw it away now. I've always said that. Once you shed, you, yeah. you don't stop. It's, uh, it's too flimsy now, so it's, it's not staying out. up. Yeah. It's not being a sunblocker. But hey, a year, I got a good solid year out of it, so it's not too bad. Milkshakes' head is poking up from your lap. (laughs) Hi, Milkshakes. I have moved motions to try and block the cats from being on the podcast. (laughs) Everyone has been vetoed and voted down. You can hear the slight purrs in the background as well as the snaggle teeth (laughs) clanking against the table. Perfect. The thing is, I tried to kick her out of my seat. And by that, I mean I kicked her out of my seat. And then as my butt was going down to the chair, she jumped back in the seat and then finagled her way into my lap. And I just can't say no. Now she's in my lap. That's fair. That's fair. So here we are. Episode 16, I believe. I believe that's right. 16. 16 weeks. 17 weeks. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. And boy, what a sweet film we have for you. Here at the Bargain Den, what we do is we get movies out of 
bargain areas. I'm just going to make it a little more vague because it's yeah. not just bargain bins. It's just the, the rhyming of bargain bins to bargain dins is nice. But that's not necessarily always the case. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get bargain bags mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. get the bargain movies out of them. And we have a collection of bargain movies in a, in a tote bag that we uh, pull from and pick a movie out of to watch. And then we try to decide whether or not it is truly a bargain movie. Is it, is it frugal? Is it thrifty? Does it have the values that we share when it comes to saving finances? Mm-hmm. Saving finances. Saving finance, Ryan. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was nothing. Those uh, were just words that were kind of a movie title. So my mom actually listened recently and That's right. she had a good question that we might just clear up on the podcast. Okay. Is what constitutes a bargain movie? Oh, that's a question that No, oh, I mean as far as like what we'll watch. Oh, okay. Like um I think because she was thinking we could watch stuff on Netflix. Mm. Well, yeah, that would that would be Okay. Here's the thing. Here's why we don't watch films on Netflix is I think that intrinsically there's a higher price to be paid no matter how many movies you watch on Netflix that's being paid in by the time that you invest in Netflix. Does that make sense? Right, especially the time you would have to invest in Netflix to make it worth the monthly membership fee. Not even that. I just mean in terms of like well-being and time spent. Mm, like, yeah. yes, because obviously, you know, we spend what, eight ninety nine a month? Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, 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 a month for Netflix. So, you know, we watch eight movies, then they all become bargain movies in my eyes in terms of being a dollar. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, is these aren't, we're not, I don't want to move into a system where we're choosing movies right. for our viewing pleasure. Because there's no random selection in the Netflix queue. And there are some very, very good movies that were we to purchase them at a store, um, they would be outrageously expensive, like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. What constitutes the selection of whether or not we will put it in our bargain bag and select from it. It, it comes to where it comes from and where it's been at in its life cycle. Because mm-hmm. these are movies that, are, they're almost rejects, I would say. Yes. They're the down on their luck. So they're the underdog movies, some of them. Some of them are Borat. <laughs> yeah. That's why we've brought them into new light. We want to give them another look to see if, they are, in fact, where they belong, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus on Netflix, these movies are there for usually quite the opposite reason. Mm-hmm. Because they are in high demand. Right. And they are uh, viewed by society as valuable. Yeah. Some, some, some of them. Some of them. Not all of them. Human lampshade. <laughs> I'll never live that down. Donna made a selection once on when what movies we would be watching years ago. And she, she selected The Human Lampshade on Netflix, which is a very, very bad you, documentary. You cannot deny that that sounds interesting, though. It, it has to do with Nazi camps and using Jews and gypsies' skin for things they should not be used for, like lampshades. Or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Other than just skin. Um, <laughs> to clarify that. Sure, it does sound interesting as in terms of what what kind of 
story that would be behind that. Turns out, not an interesting story and a very pretty poorly put together yeah. documentary. You, you get your, uh, you got good ones and bad ones on Netflix. We'll just <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> So that's what we do here at the Bargain Den, and, and that's a bit of a clarification on the kinds of movies that we select. We probably will not be moving to any kind of streaming service as, while they are somewhat of a bargain deal, it would be much harder to sort through to see if they haven't been, somebody else hasn't gone out of the way to say that they are a bargain. Right. That they're thrifty movies. That's what we're in the hunt for here. And before we start talking about the movie that we watched... As always, we're going to spoil it. Yep. Spoiler alert. Sound like you're about to go into a beat there. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. What? Spoil hairs. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, what, thread. what movie did we watch this week, Brandanimo? We watched Purgatory Flats. Purgatory Flats. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, now it's starting to sound a bit like Jock Jam's radio. <laughs> With all the sound effects we're throwing in here, all the high points. Yes. We've had air horns, we had a little western breakdown, we had a sick beat, we had to take <laughs> it to the hospital. Um, yes, we watched Purgatory Flats. My it, goodness. Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> My goodness, what? It's just a trip. Sure. Well, it's more of a movie. But Donna, it is your turn to tell us the tale of Purgatory Flats. All right. Here I go. I don't have any of the actor names or names. Just, just do the thing. We don't need IMDb. It's a lot easier when I've got names for people, though. You could just call them by who they were. Do- I don't Dr. remember Man. their names. Dr. Man. <laughs> Lady. Dad. Brother. Other brother. Those are the characters. I've got to look it up. You don't remember Randy? No, I don't remember which one was which. It's not riddling, Randy. <laughs> that was my favorite line from the movie. That was good. It's not riddling, Randy. Anytime they addressed Randy was pretty great. Okay, I'm ready. Are you, are you, are you ready, Randy? <laughs> All right, so... This story, Purgatory Flats, follows uh, Dr. Thomas Reed. Oh, good. Starts as a sad little montage of him and his wife out to dinner with somebody. They drink too much. They head home. She, the wife, starts to come on to Mr. Doctor Man. And then he runs straight into, like, a semi, and she dies. He is unable to revive her. Gets sentenced to five years in prison. And when he is released, he's found a loss for drive. He doesn't know what he wants to do with his life, but he just feels like he needs to do something different. So he hitches a ride and finds himself in Purgatory Flats, which is this somewhat abandoned old oil town. It just feels like everyone in that town is probably related or knows each other way too well. One of those kinds of towns. It's, it's just a small, small town. It would be the way to describe that. It's a very small town, about 200 miles outside of Los Angeles. Yeah. You're doing, I'm not doing good with this. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So good old Dr. Boy gets a... <laughs> there we go. There we go. I like it. I like it. That's the energy yeah. you need. Come on now. Don't worry about the details. He, he gets a job at the first bar he comes to, um, and he starts to know some of the people in town. He has a crush on Sonny, who looks like his wife, kind of, and sees that her husband is a dick. This is all in his... This is still the first day in the town. Yeah, this is day one. Day one. So he leaves the bar and happens upon a scene where... He, he just misses a scene where Sonny and her husband go for a drug deal. The drug dealer's side guy, I don't know what you call him, tries to kill Sonny's husband. Not important. His name okay. is not important. And he turns around and shoots the guy and kills him, um, gets the, shot. The, the husband turns around and shoots the... The henchman. I yeah, don't know. That's yeah. Husband shoots the henchman, clean shot dead. Henchman shoots the husband. He's very fatally wounded. And drug dealer shoots Sonny, just nicks her arm. Drug dealer flees the scene, as does Sonny, to go get her father-in-law, who circle back around. By the time they've gotten there, doctor has gotten there, and he's calling for help. Um, yelling out. Yelling out. And for someone to call 911. Also, it should be known, it's like early, early, early 2000s, mid to late 90s time. Yeah, no, no cell phones. Mm-hmm. So doctor guy gets roped into helping them. Uh, they end up not taking him to the hospital because he's got two felonies already or something. So they don't want to get him in trouble. They do a makeshift surgery at their house, um, Sonny's and her husband's and her father's, where Randy is also living. That's husband's brother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As the movie progresses, it starts just getting weirder and shadier. Doctor has a very hot crush on Sonny, and Sonny is definitely stoking that fire. He is actively trying to save husband's life, but he's way more concerned about Sonny. We eventually learn that the brother dated Sonny. Randy. Randy dated Sonny for a hot minute. There's some weird stuff going on. There's obviously drugs involved. They convince the doctor to break into the local, I don't know, um, clinic. Office, yeah. yeah. To steal some drugs for the husband. And he's just finding himself in a lot of trouble real quick, mostly because he's got a crush on this girl. I should say real quick, it's because he has a crush on this girl, but also there's some links to the fact that he feels guilty for committing manslaughter and killing his wife and feels the need to save this woman that looks like her. I think right. was kind of what they were going for. Yeah, and she's clearly in a position she doesn't want to be in. She starts hinting that she would like to run away. And he's falling for that because he's seeing that she's not treated very well there. Eventually, throughout this progression, we also find out that the father is doping up Sonny for sex. So, weird, gross, incestuous grossness. Not her father. Not her father, but... Father-in-law. Father-in-law, yeah. Eventually, good old Doc finally gets it on with Sonny. It just so happens that at that moment, her husband starts coming too. 
He sees what's going on. Doctor manages to put him down for a while longer. Eventually, though... Sedate him. Sedate him, yeah. While everyone's out of the house, husband really wakes up and gets in a tussle with the doctor because... Well, well, just real quick. Everybody's out of the house because Sonny convinced the doctor to, um, like, overdose or kill... Her husband right, because and make she, it look like an accident. Right, because she doesn't want to be with him anymore. Right, and she keeps saying how like he interrupted fate; he was supposed to die. Doctor's feeling conflicted. He decides he doesn't want to kill him. That's when he finds that he has woken up. They get in a tussle, the and woken up. the husband, yes, and um, through some odd act of fate, the husband falls onto a sharp, jagged piece of wood, and dies. Doctor realizes he's in a big old pickle now because he ain't trying to go back to prison, but now he's made enemies with the people who know every awful thing he's done since he's been out. He tries to cover it up, then Randy comes home, figures out what's going on. Everything kind of turns to shit, but Doctor and Sonny manage to get away. Do they kill the dad? Uh, No, Randy shoots the dad. Right, because they've got some beef with each other as well. Mm-hmm. And then Randy goes to chase them. Meanwhile, um, while all this has happened with the doctor going back and forth on killing the husband, Randy has gone out to look for some answers and get some revenge on the drug dealer. Uh, he does kill the drug dealer, but he also gets a tape from the drug dealer that the drug dealer swears will prove that Sonny was in on it. So, there's this car chase where randy's chasing sunny in the dock and and the doctor and the dock sunny in the dock (laughs) Uh, they narrowly avoid getting killed and in turn kill randy randy kind of drives himself into a plane uh i want to say oil tanker oil tanker like a like a semi-truck filled with gas yeah So, they are home free. All they have to do is bury the bodies, hide the evidence. Apparently, we're not worried about DNA yet in this time frame. So, so they start cleaning up. Um, He's digging to bury the bodies, and then Sunny turns on him. She's going to kill him and leave. Because she wants to collect the money from, I guess, her husband's life insurance. Mm -hmm. Which is going to be ten grand. Ten grand. So, he has thought ahead and emptied the bullets out of the gun she had come up with and gets in a tussle with her, ends up putting her in the trunk with the other two dead bodies, driving her to the police station, leaving her there in Randy's dad's car with a note on it and the cassette tape, which he had played on the way there, where she clearly was colluding with the drug dealer to get her husband killed. And then he goes back to L.A., the end. To get a job. To get a job and continue life as a normal human being. So, yep. Purgatory Flats. What Purgatory that, Flats. What year did that come out? I will tell you. It came out in 2003. It's 15 years ago. So, I will say right off the bat, in terms of, well, I guess first, in terms of everything, it was actually an okay movie. It wasn't too bad. I thought I liked it. It was really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good little story. wasn't the the highest of production value, but it was it was a good little story. It had action. It had sex. 
It had an actual tangible storyline. Things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you know it also has an actual tangible storyline? Bargains. Bargains. <laughs> I'll tell you the story about Bargains. Bargains started in a small old town west of Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> good, good, good Bargaindale. Bargaindale. There were no bargains before Bargaindale. And then Mr. Bargain himself decided to start a small store with his son, Thrift. <laughs> and that's the story of where the bargains came from. It was a good little story. If you take a trip out to Des Moines, about 30 miles south of Des Moines, and you can see the home of bargains. Bil- Bilbo Bargains. <laughs> that's just funny to me. <laughs> Bilbo Bargains? Yeah, Bilbo, Bilbo Bargains. It's good. I, just I like, like it. Just nice. Bilbo Bargains. So, what would, would Bilbo Bargains think of this movie? I don't know. But I think it's... I thought it was pretty thrifty. I thought it was a pretty good bargain little movie. First thing mm-hmm. he did, goes gets out of jail. And does he Uber or Lyft away from the jail? No. Because it doesn't exist yet. it doesn't exist. He also turns down a ride from his friend, and he just walks and hitchhikes. Mm-hmm. That's thrifty. And the first thing he does when he gets into town after he gets a drink, he gets a job, he gets a $400 car, mm-hmm. and he gets a one-bedroom studio apartment. Yep. Thrifty. Thrifty. For sure. Mm-hmm. Making do. Making do. Or as some people say, dough. <laughs> yes. Drugs. Not thrifty. Mm, I don't know. I mean, like... Well... It's a good way to make a living. I will say, though, um, has a good kind of moral line as far as drugs are concerned. I mean, frugality moral line. Because a husband wouldn't have been in that situation if he wasn't in need of drugs and already owed the drug dealer hundreds of dollars. Well, we don't know how much he owed him. (laughs) He mentioned it, something... But regardless, yeah, don't go into debt mm-hmm. with anybody. But especially not with drug dealers. Yeah, I mean, they seem like it would have gone okay. I mean, there's probably not much interest in terms of, like, an interest rate. Like, it's pretty cut and dry. Interest rate's usually your life, so... I'd be interested. You know, it's got to happen. There's got to be instances where somebody gets into debt with, like, a drug dealer or, like, a mobster and then pays it off. Yeah. You know, like... Like, loans him two grand and then just spends the next, like, two or three weeks just, like, working really hard. And then he's like, (laughs) here you go. There's two grand. You ever think, like, you think mobsters and and drug dealers are always like, well, thank you. That's great. And he's like, actually, you know what? There's some interest on that. I need to buy more. And he's like, oh, how much more? Maybe three or four hundred dollars. He's like, all right. Well, that's going to really, you know, put me in the red. But here you go. (laughs) Okay. You're clean. Like, and then it's good. And then nothing bad happens. Do you ever think that happens? It's got to happen occasionally. I'm sure it happens sometimes, yeah. Because, I mean, in the movies, it's always like, ah, we can never do it. But, like, maybe somebody has some savings. And, I mean, I think the problem is is when you end up turning to drug dealers and mobsters, you're not generally in a position to have a savings account. Right. But maybe they do. And maybe they're turning their stuff around and get paid off and it's all good. It's got to happen. I mean, just... Just in the terms of, like, probability 
uh, in a large enough world, there's got to be, you know, mobsters and gangsters and stuff that get paid off. I'm sure it happens, but I think the thing is, is because it's fueled by addiction, it always comes back around. Well, right, but I'm just saying there's got to be, like, somebody who gets in a pinch of, like, I'm kicking this addiction, you know, doing the things right, and then there's, hey, here's... Here's my here's the money I owe you with some interest. Thank you, sir. It's been a wonderful transaction. Not in debt. And anymore. then, hey, why don't you go ahead and do a bump of coke with me? And then they're like, I can't, I quit. And they're like, do a bump of coke with me. And I mean, but like, I'm, I, I, yeah, sure, 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 sure. I'm just saying, there's got to be a world. I mean, not everything is drama. I know, but that's addiction. Because no, I know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Drug dealers are too smart to just say, oh, you paid me off, you're done. Okay, we'll have a good life. So you're telling me that that's never happened. I'm saying that that's happened, but that's never the end of it. Well, no, but no, it's had to have been the end of it at some point. Like, I don't think so. Well, hold on, just think for a second about it, about the fact that there's, I mean, because if you think about it, you know, maybe that's the end of what you're going to get from this person. Like... You don't, you know, you're just cutting ties, getting money. This person, obviously, you know, if you continue too far, push them too far, they become volatile, they end up costing you money. You know what I mean? Like like a real thrifty drug dealer gangster seeing the end of a line going, okay, you know what? Cut the ends, cut the ties. I don't want to kill anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. He's paid his dues. I might as well. He clearly, he's, he's quitting. Well, I want people who are more susceptible. But... If somebody is quitting, the thing they're never, ever, ever supposed to do is talk to their drug dealer. But what if they're in the red? This is a silly argument, but now <laughs> it's getting a little serious because I'm serious. There has to be some upstanding. And I'm not just saying necessarily just drug dealers. Okay, here's the deal. I'm talking mobsters, gangsters, or drug dealers. There's got to be in, in that whole are... spectrum. I'm saying my piece real quick. Okay, finish. In the whole spectrum of all the things, of all the the loan sharks and money dealers and stuff, there's got to be some instances where money was lent and then it was just undramatically paid back. Yeah. I just, I can see it more in terms of like mobsters, right? Anyway. What, well, I was what gonna, about, sorry, go Wait, ahead. wait. So if you're a listener and you are a mobster, a loan shark, or a drug dealer, or somebody that has dealt with those people, and you have indeed paid off your dues or had your dues paid to you, and then that was just the end of it and it was cordial, please write in thebargaindincast at gmail.com and let us know how that went. What about, I'm sure there's got to be some instances, so say somebody's got a little brother and they get way too in deep. That's a storyline that happens a lot. and. Maybe it's just like, oh, hey, my little brother owes the mob $40,000. Well, there goes my saving and then a second mortgage on my house, but got him out. And then it's just cut ties. But how do you make little brother cut ties? Move him across the country and then he gets into rehab and then he's safe and he doesn't move back to that area anymore. All right. That's fair. Then it's cordial. Then it's paid. Mob gets forty grand. Mm-hmm. Cut ties. They're not going to go across the country. I mean, sure, in a movie, maybe, but in real life, they're not going to. It's 40 grand. They just got a bunch of money. Right. Yeah, I can see where you're going because, Uh yeah, like at that point, it would be way more hassle for the mob. Like, we just got 40K. Why do we need to follow this dumb kid who couldn't afford it anyway? Cool. I'm right. So, anyway. Yeah, you're right. I just, 
Yes. I just don't think it happens often, but I would love to hear absolutely. everyone's stories. Absolutely. I'm not saying, <laughs> I cannot stress enough to you that I'm not saying that this is a commonality. I'm just saying it's had to have happened. Right. I, I think you're right. It has statistically happened at least, at least once. At least once. Um, a cordial, cordial ransom. Blackmail. <laughs> something. You know, they get their kid back. Right. Pay the money, get the kid back, everything's cool. Ish. Wonder if it's ever happened where they've had a cordial, you know, pay the ransom, get the kid back, and then that kid gets kidnapped again by accident, like by, by a different group or oh, something. Oh, by a different, like, the, just a super kidnappable kid. Yeah. <laughs> Parents are like, not a kid. Damn it! Stupid Tommy. Damn it, Tommy! Stop hanging out in parks by yourself! <laughs> have your child and if you don't deliver the $40,000 to the discreet location look we really did just pay 40 grand to somebody else and we don't I don't know why 40 grand is the mark for a kid in my mind but 40 grand that's how much the mobsters are yeah, looking just for 40 grand. <laughs> we just paid 40 grand to somebody to get him back we don't have another 40 grand are you, are you saying this is the second kidnapping that's happened recently <laughs> oh my god this is so embarrassing we just got him back last week. I'm so sorry. Look, we'll drop him. I, you know, <laughs> we were. This was destined to happen. Just statistically speaking, this was probably <laughs> going to happen at some point. I'm really sorry. Look, we'll drop him off at a place, a public place, and we'll just leave him there. You can pick him up there, okay? Maybe, you know, I've I've been talking to the community, the kidnapping community, and I've been saying we need to start leaving like little tags on their shirts, and that <laughs> way it's like you know already been got. You know, don't get him again. This one's been napped already. Right. That makes so much sense. I, know. I don't know why you don't already do that. You know, I've been talking to the board recently, and we've been trying to make measures to make sure this doesn't happen again. The black market community, I mean, as you may know, is a very organized community, but the, we do share some differences on opinions on some things, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Mr. Kidnapper. No we'll problem. see We'll see him at the park. We'll, we'll give you an hour oh, okay. so we don't run into you. Well, actually, I'm a little bit busy this afternoon. Does Tuesday work for you? What time Tuesday? I have a hair appointment. Oh, uh, how about, how about uh, the seven work for you? Seven at night. Marty, Marty, <laughs> can we do Tuesday at seven and bring the kid back? No, he's already been napped once. He's already been napped. <laughs> Last week. I know. I think it was the Donatelle. Oh, shit. Anyway. Okay, we'll meet you on Tuesday at seven. Like. <laughs> All right, so Purgatory Flats, frugal movie. Yeah, I think I think it's frugal. All right, well, thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> That's pretty much our time. I feel like <laughs> it was it was an argument followed by a little bit too long of a bit. And thank you so much for listening to the bargain did. I mean, yeah, that's that. That's that. Um, it's uh, put it in the bargain in the bargain it's bin. In the bargain bin. Bin. If if you wanna, it's in both. It's in the bargain bin and the bargain den. Yes. So if you want to learn how to be frugal, especially a frugal ex-con doctor, watch frugal. I call those cocters. <laughs> <laughs> watch Purgatory Flats. And the handsome cocter that's there. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Yep. 
thank you so much to Sarah Anastasia for our artwork. Thank you to the Lounge Kittens for the intro and outro music we use. That was their cover of Dirty Deeds. Originally by... We Bok- don't talk about that. Duck. Thank you to you for listening. Mm-hmm. You and can become a listener on Anchor, which we also want to thank Anchor uh, for hosting our show. Yes. And spreading it to so many podcast platforms, yes. except for Stitcher. Except for Stitcher. Well, hey, I got an email from Stitcher. Did you? For the bargain then? Yeah. What? You want to look at it real quick? Let's look at it. On what, air. what if this whole time we've been on Stitcher? And we've been talking. We're what just if, talking shit. We're like, hey guys, do you guys really mind not talking so much stuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't see it, honey. I, I think you might be wrong. I might have put it in the trash is why. I did. Stitcher, don't wait. Discount expires September 7th. Well, still no Stitcher then. Let's see if anybody has dethroned Quentin. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Bargain Den. Um, We've been doing some really, really helpful saving tips. So you can keep up with the bargain throughout the week. It's true. It's true. Can start really getting some some good good bargain tips, and that's at the bargain din. Yes, you can also um, follow us on Instagram, and that's at uh, uh, I think that's also just the bargain din. Yeah, the bargain din on Instagram, where I'll post pictures like this one. Blam! Oh shoot, I was on video. Hold on. Dinkus. <laughs> Hold on, this is important. Hold on. Like this one. It's still on video. <laughs> so, so when you're watching this video on Instagram. It's going to be a boring ass video. A little bit, but it's important. This is podcast video, so you can listen to this in the podcast. It's capturing it. That's... Raspberry. Good, good job. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's what's going up on Instagram. <laughs> what a weird... What's, what's a, that's what I like about all of this. If I could just take a second and say that I like about podcasting and, and using social media for it, it's none of it matters. It's just fun. We like to have fun. Hey, you know what? We like to have fun here. Thanks for joining us and having fun this week. I hope, hope you had fun. I mean, who doesn't have fun with fun kidnapping bits? Fun kidnapping bits? Fun kidnapping bits. Man, that go should... way too long. That's a fun word. Fun kidnapping bits. Fun kidnapping. Oh, man. Can you believe it? I held a party last week, and I ran out of fun kidnapping bits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening. Uh, pinch those pins. And stay the tune.